Yeah, so and I think then why don't we we can get through The Witcher, but then we can also Lily, you and I can just sum up Yellow Jacket since Becky isn't gonna watch it. I'm not gonna watch it, but I want to know everything that happens. Like Becky, we just need to make like a date so I can tell you. We we could do our other podcast where Lily summarizes shows for me yeah. that I don't want to watch. decidedly bunless episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast because this week we're going to talk about The Witcher Season 2. And as you heard in the cold open, Lily's chief complaint, or Becky's chief complaint. Both, Lily and Becky. Lily and Becky's chief complaint is a lack of the objectification of Henry Cavill's buns. Absolutely. This season. Not enough buns. And smooching. They don't have smooching and buns. This was not a ship season. This this season to me was very much it was very much about the characters going on these individual journeys before we get to the ship stuff. But the- it was a non-romantic ship season about Siri and Geralt's relationship. You know their relation like that i found to be incredibly deep and satisfying there was other ships because there was a beauty and the beast lumiere love situation (laughs) as well in that i i actually had to take a sec uh, take a beat when i was reading your your outline for this episode and at one point you name a bunch of characters and put lumiere in i was like lumiere lumiere who's oh that whole first episode oh that I that was, was me but i going be our guest be our guest that was me but i see i called the beast the beast and i call lumiere the guy that lights his fingers on fire <laughs> like like lumiere does in the movie Wow, oh, this he is like, a very so what we're seeing Disney is the Witcher has, season two is a better live action Beauty and the Beast than the Emma then, Watson version. Exactly. I'm gonna make I mean I have a hypothesis. The showrunners have small children, like I do. We're, we're and watch a, a lot watch of a lot of Disney, Disney Plus in the background. <laughs> I have an idea. What if he lights his fingertips on fire? <laughs> so that's who in the notes, that's who I'm referring to as the man. <laughs> And the beast is referred to as the beast from Beauty and the Beast. And then who could the also be Pumba? The girl from the ring could be the beast. Could be Pumba. It's <laughs> the girl from the ring. I should have. That's what I should have called her. But I called her sad naked demon girl because <laughs> I didn't know what to call her. I didn't know her name. <laughs> so first of all, I'll start with I love this show. I thank you, sisters, for introducing me. I'm to this so show. glad you love it because I started watching it and I was like, there is something here. I don't understand this show, but there's something here that's great. And then I got Becky to watch it. And then she really got into it and understood it, explained it to me. And then I was like, I knew it was great. And if you didn't love it, I think our whole entire sense of reality would have been damaged. But this was a big risk for me because. Huge risk because you love fantasy and like Lord of the Rings type crap. And so. If you didn't like this, it would have been bad for us. Yeah, but but all of the so so all of the stuff about it being complicated and hard to follow is really true because I watch it and enjoy it and don't even know what's happening. 
a lot of the time. I like, I, like, some, but, like but, you'll turn to me, Lily will turn to me and say, remember so-and-so was so-and-so. And I'll just look. At that. But, I, but I think on. that's a testament to the show because there is actually an explanation for things. I think, you know, right. some shows are so convoluted and complicated that like no one can ever understand, like, you know, what, what are the rules or, and I like that the show actually does have some sort of trail of explanation. You don't want to understand all of the goblin magic going on in this show. You can always tie into the fact that Geralt has to raise Siri, who is the avatar from the avatar show and or neo from the matrix or, or neo whatever from it is the matrix, she's the one or jesus from passion of the christ whatever <laughs> it is whatever she is she is and the one he's the obi-wan kenobi and right then anya uh, not anya well anya yennefer is like uh princess leia meets uh princess in leia. willow what's her name oh sorry yeah yeah not Sorsha. Okay, yeah, I could see that. Something like, like that. Sort of like a badass female, but not the, a princess exactly. kind of role. A bad, I mean, she's a great, she, yeah, and, and and as long as you get that, and, and Jasker's the comic relief, as long as you get that, you the He's show is a, extremely yeah. enjoyable. I, I will say... C-3PO? I will say... He's the C-3PO. <laughs> I will say this season was easier to understand it was more linear until the end when the big ending had to tie back to episode two which Lily and I can describe you what happened to us which we watched the show we finished it and then we started trying to piece together what was going on and went back and rewatched episode two so we understood and then it makes a lot more sense yeah then it makes a lot more sense the I will say this season was not as funny no it wasn't as, as funny. the previous season which i found much funnier and hopeful so i'm I'm assuming this is more of a dark empire strikes back kind of vibe but i will say when jasker was back in the mix with, that's where the comedy came from then right? all yeah. of a sudden there were more jokes between him and Geralt, and it got funnier and so i'm hopeful that he'll be now that the Part band is gang, back together, yeah, he'll Return be of the with, Jedi style. It'll give will be. them a little more. Yeah. Right. Space. I hate when shows are built around an ensemble of characters and then they break the ensemble apart. And you have to, I, I understand why. That, yeah, that's the stakes though of then you're, you're you know. But now they're back, for them together, to back together, presumably for season three. So, exactly. I mean, that's going to be pretty, that's going to be incredible. The team up we have now. I will say, and I assume they'll end up having to split off into twos again at some point, or something. I guess. But overall, I like the show. I want to keep watching the show. I think it was there were some sad moments this season. First of all, that horse died. I I can't. I'm still not over it. Spoiler. Together, and I was at the beginning of that. He was dead. At the beginning of that episode, I said to you, Roach better not die. And then when he died, I was like, no, Shia, look what? Someone's bringing him back to life. This is not no, real. No, my heart broke. Yeah, that it was broken. Poor Roach. so hard. So the horse died. The elf lady. But also how old, like horses, hold on. Horses, I guess, live till they're in their 20s if they die of natural causes. But these are some pretty like rough and tough horses going on some serious adventures. How old is Geralt and how many horses do you think he's had at this point? No, no, no. Probably has like 100% giving him his potion. 
He's 100% slipping potion into his 200 years old, at least. Yeah. Like horse kibble. They've been together forever. Yeah. That he Mm -hmm. talks the only person he talks to for literally. Roach understands him. He's like in frozen when Hans, no, Hans, Christoph talks to the reindeer. uh, Christoph talks to Sven. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like Olaf. I mix up the characters. So (laughs) I, I really, I, so I, 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 there, so that was sad. The elf lady spells since the whole season pregnant has her baby. Then that the was rough. murdered. That was. Rough. I mean, I and actually. He does pass over to she, an entire town. He pesachs the entire town. It was awful. Um, but I thought, by the way, in my mind, I was like, oh. For some reason, when I saw that scene, I thought it was that big bad witch that killed her baby i didn't understand that it was actually a person that went and murdered the baby and then when the reveal happens at the end in that last episode of no but they show why her baby uh, is killed it was so no they show you um it's really like a shadowy figure but i thought it was like she was with a knife spirit yeah but i thought she was like sending like a spirit or something and that was Um. part of her making the deal with I, I thought it was really interesting. I, I didn't understand that how exactly. it's such a horrific I, thing. I did. I will have to say that from the minute she got pregnant using magic and the deal that they made, it seemed like that it was doomed. Like that was yes, end which well. is why I thought it was the magic, which is what would have. That's, I mean, you know, it's a good point. I think that, that I I like that it was something. There's something in this show that is thus far even too horrible for the worst people in the show they even didn't do that right and right. i thought that really the word, raised yeah. the stakes because they were like wait no like that wasn't that wasn't I, me i didn't wait, do that, that. that's insane like, that's terrible who would, do that? who would go kill right. a baby that's insane right and so these are the supposedly the most villainous people we have on the show and then we find out that they're going to take credit for it because it works for their motives but that neither one of them did it and then you're like wait a second then who else is that bad and it kind of raised the bad guy's stakes in the season are, are we gonna do we are we gonna build up well, to that reveal so let's let's now work through. Uh, we've already given the biggest spoiler that roach dies so i don't know what else people <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well let's build up to it people as we always say we work this like a real conversation that we would be sure together yeah. so we hope i mean but witcher's been out for so long if you're into the show you've seen it like come yeah, on exactly yeah. and if you haven't we've and if you haven't seen it and you're listening to this that we just say yeah <laughs> none of this is gonna make sense there, and there's gonna be people taking potions and it's like wow right. okay so character evolutions Yennefer. Yennefer has lost her magic for a portion of the season. She's depowered. The whole season. The entire season. Bending, if you will. (laughs) And, And and that was cool because that was the whole thing she lived for, and she had to live without it and use her wits. And I thought that was great. I thought that was really. That really forced her to grow. Because there's not much. She's so powerful by the end. And she's an amazing evolution in season one, right? She's a weak, kind of defenseless um, person and then becomes extremely powerful. And so it was great to see her knock down a peg and have to kind of rebuild who she was. Yeah, yeah, and and really think about her, her identity and her values and all of that stuff. Yeah, and her moral center because the whole first season she's she's willing to do anything to get her what she wants, and in this season she realizes that you know she, she reaches she, the limit. 
and and yeah. she tries to resist it and and her power was the thing that she always wanted so you're seeing this bigger change in Jennifer which I mean, I'm happy for the universe and everything like that. But the reason why I want to see Jennifer evolve is really because I really want her and Gerald to be happy. <laughs> and they can't be happy if they don't grow. No, and I they just cannot. want them to. But do you think he's going to eventually be able to forgive her? I mean, what? she she didn't really. In the oh, end, she, she didn't do anything bad. Going into her going into her brain and and offering her the whole that whole thing was she resisted the witch until she couldn't anymore but i I feel like he's gonna have to have some sympathy he just he's just mad at her and doesn't trust her but also i think the show needed a device to have him mad at her because she has always had this thing where she doesn't believe he loves her because of the gin now he's right. he said it's not because of the gin. Now, now he right, has now something. He, he has he's mad at her. She has to kind of prove herself to him now, right. which is great. Love it. <laughs> yeah, um, I like. But that's really what I'm concerned about. Whether or not they, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, blow up this world. Look, it looks like it's very dirty, and it is hard yeah. to go to the bathroom clean there. <laughs> I, no, and like no one showers in the show. You no, know, they just seem so cold all the time. Like sleeping the, in one of those time, those, those like castle rooms that have they, like drafty like, windows and rats and no blankets. Like explain no blankets, that to me. but then they're like hanging out in just like a t-shirt outside, and it's winter. So I don't well, because get the, they're exercising the a lot. They're like very warm, they're exercising magic. a lot. Okay, does Gary? But also, why don't they just have little fireplaces in their rooms or sleep? Little fireplaces? Oh, I'm sorry. Like little space heaters. Little fireplaces everywhere. I don't know. (laughs) I I I just asking for an upgrade for the. I I feel like they're very hardcore. They're very sweet of Witcher Uh Wonderland. So Um, Geralt. The Geralt and Siri relationship is what makes this season amazing, though, because Yennefer's kind of off doing her own thing, and it's a cool journey for her, but. Geralt and Siri, you get that lone wolf and cub thing that you really but, but don't you find it's a gamble? And I feel like Daniel Radcliffe is like the ultimate example of hiring somebody young to play one kind of role. And then they have to evolve significantly and basically become a teenager and be an extremely good actor. And yeah, this girl is this young lady. She yeah, she's casting. fantastic. Really good casting with her. Um, she can hold her own. And, um, and 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 her evolution to trusting Geralt and wanting to learn from him and becoming part of the Witcher family, right. all of that was really excellent. And and the fact that they didn't just do that as a one-off, but it was really built into the story, made the ending when she gets possessed by the demon and it's like hacking up all the Witcher, all the Witchers friends. Yeah, it made that really pay off because you really understand they're his family and you understand how desperate they are to keep their breed going and losing one or two of them is a big deal. I also about her, I like how I mean to really unify this sort of new gang that we have or the gang being back together, but in a way that is productive, I love how it's not Geralt that's just her mentor. Yennefer also will be yes to help her control her magic. It's like a two-tier, you know, So he knows structure. that he does need her there to help her. Right, and it's also not just like a man teaching a girl. You know, there's also this like amazing power that comes from a Yennefer's character to help Siri. And she and wait, is and, herself a mashup of the two of them in her own way. And, right, and I also like that her power 
we don't really understand our power. Like we don't understand Neo's power, right? You know, you don't really get, but I like how we know she's super mega powerful, fine. But I do like how her, the, the immensity of her power slowly revealed as she does some crazy shit with the monoliths, but then also someone drinks like a drop of her blood and their face like blows off. <laughs> You're just sort of like, whoa. Remember back the um, yeah, that lady, lady yeah. his like handler? Yeah, the yeah, fire yeah. guy's handler. Yeah, yeah. It, Medieval he steals, Andy McDowell. That's what I call right. her. They steal <laughs> her blood the potion. Yeah. Well, she drinks, right. So Tice, Tice, no, that's from Yellow Jackets. What's her name? <laughs> the other, the, whatever, the non Yennefer witch that we seem to have, like for some reason, she's been in this season is now a, a lot. Main character. Yeah, she makes more Witcher potion. Yeah, yeah. Right? Then Fire Guy steals it. Steals it. Yeah, I know all that. And the when handler, does somebody drink it? The handler's like, watch this. If this is Siri's blood, I'm going to take a sip. And you don't see it. It's off camera. You hear it. She takes a sip I and then like blows I do up. Say, not remember that scene. Okay, I do so not remember just that as the, scene. Just as the episode is oh, ending, no, not to say it. Trish. I remember. I remember Trish, seeing her. It. Her face is, is all melted off because it's all melted, but I don't remember the part the where she drinks of, the blood. Because in wants, the ending of the previous episode, you don't oh. see it happen. You just hear her go, "I'm gonna, you know, be watch this now." And then she takes a sip, and then you just hear like this horrendous scream. And we don't really sure know what happens to okay, her. So just to clarify, the character who gets her face blown up by the juice is is Lydia, played by Aisha Fabian Ross. Okay. And she's the fire is guy's like handler Trish, between him and is the yeah, she's other the magic or the or the patron of the fireman. Then there's Triss, who is the new redheaded witch who is who gets her chest burnt off in season one we thought died uh, she's in she season died. one i remember I even remember yeah, yeah. that she was she's the one, one that but... is blocking them at the gate and, and blocking them at the gate fire the gate. stick through her chest and she somehow survives because she's like a super she witch like barely survives she barely and then there's survives. Tisea, who's mommy witch yeah who's who's the mommy I wish, witch? I wish she was in more this season but she's she's like kind a of a dud in this more season. no there was a lot of the uh a like lot, a lot of action at Aratusa, and I got to tell you, what happened? I, so now, so now, to say against is in charge, and her boyfriend to say his boyfriend's in charge now. Yeah, and they're against. They kick Jennifer. the other guy out, who secretly doesn't have hands. Right, <laughs> secretly Ghost hands. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, whoa, been tricking us all this time. <laughs> yeah, and they told that. us that random red herring story about the fire lady because that had nothing to do with the season correct not that i know of. i thought she and the walking house lady were the same ones for me too me too so, walking uh, so house now, now, now we come to gasker jasker and i think they yaskier yaskier yasky and yasky <laughs> isn't that the place Bard. where you get the babka in montreal that's heskies what I do far. for a babka from Kreskis. So no, you can't go there. There, I think mom says they're anti-vaxxers. Clearly, but they're. I mean, there's. Oh, I mean, there's limits, right? I take a babka we, from them. We can still get a babka from them. Just reheat it in the oven before you eat. Hey, <laughs> bacteria. I mean, babka. So, ask, so one popcorn. thing that we we when we got more tris and we got lots of our Tuza politics and we got the witchers. 
we ended up with Les Yasker, which I think I admire them not trying to jam him in if he wasn't going to be part of the they, plot. Right, they I didn't like, him. right. I missed him. And that, so I so appreciated his levity when he came back and he's genuinely a great actor, great singer. He's When he funny. takes that moment to say goodbye to the mice before yeah, he leaves. He's so good. He's so good. And, and you really have earned that funny laugh. It's not just laughs for laughs. It's not stupid jokes, right? And and you're you, you've it's been such a dark season, and so when he's back and he's funny, I mean, and he also evolves too. I think to a certain extent, he gets the shit kicked out of him. No, and I just love how much like how relieved. Yen- no, well, the purple leather is a little extra, but how relieved Yennefer is to see him, like oh, yeah. this old friend, and she hugs him, and how he still hates, hates her. her. Yeah. Hates- yeah, because he's, he's so loyal. Buddy whose heart he's loyal. Was yeah. Yeah. See, but it's it's I great. It's so funny. That's part of why I love this show is that with all of the complexity of the plot, if I'm not paying attention to it, there are a few relationships that really matter. Those things shine through and that keeps it going, the relationships between the characters. So Tris, though, I have to say, She's clearly a main character now, or a side main character. She got way mm-hmm. more time on screen. Well, I think this is a good moment to do the MVP, LVP, yeah, MIP, sure. MEC. So she's my <laughs> LVP. She's my least valuable player. Not because she's my least valuable player because I'm not 100% sure why she was there because it seemed like most of what she did was witch science with the witchers. But I don't really know what her bigger role to play is. Yeah. Also, maybe she doesn't. Maybe she's just important for this season because they needed a wit. They needed, you know, someone to send Geralt to what's his face, who and where they go find the monolith. Like she portals him there, and you know, there's like a few moments that she's important for. Uh, It seems a lot to new Witcher archaeologist that much. Well, I think they needed someone doing magic, and so (laughs) they like put her in as a stand-in. So because she's like needed- Sarah Chalk in that season of Roseanne when she right. replaced the regular actress who played Becky. Becky. I mean, sure. That's still one of the weirdest choices. So who's your MVP if she's your I think she's everybody's LVP. I think we can agree, correct? We were like mm, no. Oh, maybe no. not. Who's your LVP, Becky? My Walking LVP is uh Ghost Hands. <laughs> Ghost Hands. Because I'm sorry, he had he had certain scenes that were so long. They were like six minutes long, seven yeah, minutes long. And agreed, I'm just like, there's, I felt like there was so much time spent on that guy. And I'm like, all I'm getting is less buns time and more ghost hands time. And his, sure. it just, it felt like they could have, you know, yeah, they could have, they could have minimized him. Yeah. So in, ghost hands is my LVP. In this season, I'm going to have to give it to Siri because for MVP, you mean? I, I, mm-hmm. I think so because, first of all, Freya Allen's performance was awesome. Like you said, she's more than just a little kid being scared in this season. She's more complicated. She has to, the, the whole determination she has to learn and to become a witcher or learn the ways of the witchers was a really, really, really magnificent moment. Also, because, because it, it's so deep, because it's not just about, you know, being a witcher, it's that she doesn't have anything to be. She doesn't, she's so lost. She's like hanging on to this idea of becoming a witcher, like, or maybe like becoming a Jedi, but it's not as pure as someone who wants to become a Jedi. It's, it's cause she literally hasn't, she can't be herself. That, that's a and really, it's, it's a nice question. layer. 
I like I, that I, layer. I also think it. the range of acting she had to do. She had to be a yeah. possessed demon. She yeah. had to be the noble Fair. student. Amazing. She had to, and then she also had to do that whole dream prince, sequence. Tra- prince when she's back yeah. as a princess. Which, mm-hmm. and then and then when she realizes it's not real and she has to go and she has to say goodbye to her family. Her family. And it's that was all great. And I think, I think a lot of ways this was her season because if she really is as important as she is, then she has to really be developed. And so. Yes, exactly. Exactly. What about mm-hmm. you, Beck? No, she's my MVP for sure. I mean, that's not even uh, that's not even a question. Who is your most improved? I have. I think I have mine. Mm-hmm. My most improved, and I'm going to say, and I'm going to categorize improved as someone who didn't give me much in season one, but in season two, I found them to be much more interesting, much more purpose. Like there's a lot, I have a lot more purpose in it. And I'm curious to see We're where it will go. We're going with and for me, it's the, um, the, the knight, the, the, the black knight, oh. the black feather. Amir. What's Amir. his name? No, not Amir. Amir. No, that's yeah. not the dark knight. No, that's not. No, Amir. dark knight is Batman. Yeah. I still am not even. 100% no, they call sure. him the dark knight in the show. I, Do I they? They don't call him like yeah. the black knight? Or Maybe the, it's the black knight? But fe- the black weird. feather? The feathered helmet man? <laughs> okay, hold yeah. on. I'm going to look it I up. couldn't. I thought he was the dark knight. What the role of the He's Kahir. Was. So He's Kahir. If you, make, if you Kahir. explain to me what his character is, I might. He's the. You, but okay, so you have the white flame. So the white flame. Right. Has two Who's top, the secret bad guy. The secret bad guy. The secret big the bad. The, the head of Nilfgaard, right? We never see him in season one. We don't see him until the last moment of season two. He has two main henchmen that work for him that yeah, rally the commanders. That like, the two commanders, okay. right? He has the... Kahir, the, the dark knight. Kahir is one of them. And the witch, what's her face? Jella is the other. Rangilla. And so oh, one, so Kahir sense. is the army branch and she's the right. magic and branch. She, and, I don't know. And but but in the first season, he's kind of her boss. And then slowly, as he gets they both get sort of kidnapped or whatever, but she comes back into the fold and makes a deal with the elves. She ends up becoming more powerful than his him. equal, basically. Yeah, so they basically but, end up being equals. But because Kahir, so Kahir is this very powerful general commander guy of all the forces. He's the head of all of the White Flames forces. He's this leading true believer, right? He's this cultish level believer to the point where, um, uh, what's her name, which lady can't penetrate his mind, well, right? To, also this to find out more information, mind, right? But all that stuff. And then in season two, you finally get to know, well, who is this person? And when you're we're, when you're with him and Yennefer and you're finding out more about his character and I don't know, I just think That's to me, same. he actually felt a so, lot more interesting so, this season and not just so like some me, bad guy, some faceless bad he, guy. I cannot so for, even remember what he was in in this season. So he, he made almost no. What are you talking about? When he and Yennefer are both trying to survive up under the they sewers. Team up. Oh, yeah. Remember like when like Yennefer. She is supposed to execute him. She is supposed to execute him him to show her loyalty that she's not a traitor, that she wasn't, you know, when she was a prisoner of war, that she she wasn't turned or anything. She's supposed to execute him. And she's like, you can't force me to murder someone. And then she makes a run for it. And they make Um, make a run for it together. So, (laughs) Frangilla, 
Fringilla is my most improved Me too. because Ugh, Me too. really, I he, still don't like her this he season. Genuinely makes that deal with the elves and genuinely wants to bring them into the fold. She did not hurt that woman's baby and wants them to want to team up with her. She's extremely disappointed when they end up but bailing, she's, but, but she's very naive to believe. Sure. But I do think from her like psycho behavior in the first season and following blindlessly i feel like now blindlessly. blindly that was a lot blindlessly following blindly i feel like now she's really trying to think for herself you get some of her backstory you know you know who her uncle is a little bit more about their relationship yeah, he's a big I, mate I there was a lot like, of there was too much fringilla for me in this season you know, see, i thought me, I, I appreciated it we got a little bit more i, I liked also her. that there were consequences for her actions and the deals that she made but I do have to say, I do not understand the scene where she freezes all those people and murders them one by one. It's not. What it's the that? house lady in her mind. It's the it's the oh, same thing. It's, it's the house, house. It's ghost what? houses in her mind. When no, ghost house not. takes over, ghost house takes over no, all Fringilla, three of them at one point. Jilla kills it. She says, it's, a, you know, botany. I learned botany and that's how I poisoned all of you and I'm killing everyone. But it's the that's moment... Fring- it's the moment where, okay, all three of them cause immense pain. It's the immense pain of all three of them that the ghost house lady starts to like super thrive on. And it's the killing of all those firstborns in the desperation. It's her killing all those guys and then Siri killing all those witchers. It's like this massive, each of them do something really horrible that's slightly out of character, right? And that was her... I thought that that was her sort of no, like. No, that's not. I thought she, that was part no, of the plan. Lily, no, that's that just is, her that's, strategy. No, that is her strategy because she is now. She has. Ba- I forget what happens exactly, but essentially, she knows no, that she, when the they're going to kill returns, her. They're going to kill yeah. her. They're going to blame all the elves leaving on her. So what she does is she essentially murders all of them except for Kahir, and is like, "You better you tell him. Back. Yeah, you, tell you tell him." him. I was. I was the one that had the baby murdered to do all this. She like takes, she, she does all that. But that could also tie into the house walking house lady because that sure. is- but the no, whole thing, all, all of the three, all of their three trajectories is pushed by the. But she does that to save her own skin. I, I liked that the big bad of the season, the monster of the season was kind of hidden in the early parts of the show. And that, the bigger also, bad was revealed at the end, but there's still a bigger, bigger bad, which is whatever's going on in Mars or wherever they, they landed when they the, went through the, the door to the other one world. of the planes. I just want to junction one of the conjunctions. I feel like we should do. <laughs> we should do a bumper at the beginning of this episode that anybody who wants to understand the show should not listen to this episode <laughs> or just that DM last, us, conver- I do, that last I, conversation I do. about Fringilla and killing all those people. None of us understand yeah, what no, happened there. I, mean, I feel like we I should hope- just edit that out. No. Edit that. No, um, so I'm okay. more confused from so, this conversation. So talking about big bads, monsters, guys. Okay. Well, house monsters lady- are bad guys. So there weren't as many monsters Both. this season. So you had the beast from Beauty and the Beast. Then you had Groot from no, okay. oh, Groot. Oh, I did Demon Girl. Girl. Oh, I did write Tree Monster. You and did Groot, I wrote Demon Tree Girl. Monster. You had oh, the, you wrote those sorry, weird, you wrote Tree Monster. You wrote those. And you had the girl um, from the ring. The monolith dragons. Yeah. Naked ring girl. Yeah, the Nazgul are the monolith. Nazgul. The Nazgul. Uh-huh. That's definitely a Nazgul. And 
And then you had house, walking house lady, who I think was my favorite just because it took That me house a while. stands up. You're that just house like, what? stands up. And there's just like, yeah, exactly. Hansel and Gretel's house just grows weird legs. A pair of legs and walks away. That was my favorite one. You're like, wow, they locked they just locked her in a house and didn't think that maybe she could just make the house walk. <laughs> like yeah. anyway. so I don't I understand. Is she locked one. in a house in the forest somewhere? In the forest somewhere for real. I, I don't really know why they didn't kill her. I don't think they were able to kill her. So they yeah, kind of, they can't kill her. They just they can only her send her eternity. back, but they they don't have the ability to send her back. So they locked her in some sort of house or someone with magic. And then at the end, Siri man. does send her back into the yeah. other dimension. She gets booted back did, to the who has the strength to do. Yeah, it. not regular. Booted her back to one of the conjunction spheres, realms, or whatever. Um, so I yeah, thought, to I me. Mean, Beauty and the Beast monster was a little, it was hokey, but I love that actor. And from Four Weddings and a Funeral? It, no, um, he's no from, it's from, he's Gorman. Oh, no, 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 no. It was Tor- Tormund. 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 Yeah, yeah. Tormund. That was fun. Having <laughs> what is his name? This Tormund. This podcast is very accurate. <laughs> Tormund. Again, nobody should listen to this episode What's if they name? want to understand the Witcher. Tormund. He Tormund. played Beauty and the Beast. Wait, but um, wait, the Four Weddings and the Funeral guy wasn't in this season? Who's that? Hugh Grant? No. No, no. No, no he is. He plays Simon the Callow? like he plays the librarian oh, who okay. figures okay. out that instead oh, of yeah. warrior, uh, instead of warrior, they meant weapon. Okay, so I'm not crazy. Or whatever. Crazy. He wasn't there, but he's not a monster. He's just a scholar. They were they were a cool little they, a little uh, pair. That was yeah. cool. That yeah. was oh, they were a cool little pair. I like them. So if you yeah. randomly out of order, and I want to, and I want to give an improved shout out to the historian guy, Yennefer's ex. I feel oh, like yeah. he he I don't know. he served more of a purpose. I like that kind of her two exes had to get together. That, that was, was fun. That was that, that was, was like fun. a little bit of drama. That was fun. Yennefer, yeah, oh, you know Yennefer, Yen, Yen. But I mean, she doesn't like cartographer man or whatever his name no is. no no she's, she's never like, getting her back no, no but like she's come on. like that's from like but he's significant pretty. he that's he's significant because you know he's her first so he's like he knows how important he is he is like a place in history with her it's like her she, he's like the high school boyfriend first, like exactly he's the first yeah, love her which school boyfriend it's yeah <laughs> at the tri-wizard exactly. tournament they hooked up yeah okay it's a big deal so he's known her for longer that yeah. always a little now bit. let's talk about our villains of the season, Lily. Byron Man, you want to Byron Man the villains of the season? I mean, we never Byron Man the the monsters, but that's fine. We just talked about because well, there's ten of them. Yeah, I guess. Um, I did. I did think that the whole tree one was cool. They never. I guess the, the they don't really need to explain it to you that the reason the demons are changing is because the monolith is open. Yeah, no, they do that's, explain they that. Figure that out. In no, that, but that the tree. That. But that's why the tree one is changing. The yes, tree is they the one do that explain they, that. The tree is the one that leads them to figure that out. Right. Oh, I guess I. I like. Okay. The way, I don't feel like they spelled that out. Villains. I like that. Villains. All right. So I like the introduction of two not new but i like at least that the fire starter guy is sort of like a level we don't up. know why he's after that's fine Siri. That, right. there's, there's just, more there's mystery another, there's maybe another faction there's another faction that's out right. there for siri and, and he's like a witch who people... uses fire that's like super illegal it's, you know well yeah. they kind of Dark roll magic. their eyes earlier in the season when someone says 
I think Triss says, but we're not allowed to use fire. And then the witches are like, please, you all use fire. And then we find right. out there's tons of witches using fire. Yeah. Right, exactly. It's just like this thing that they say you're not supposed to do. Um, mm-hmm. So, okay. So Byron Man, the villains, we have Amir, who may or may not be the same as the Dark Knight. Do you mean Kahir? Kahir. Kahir. Who's Amir? Kahir. Amir is the white flame. Okay. Oh, so Amir the White oh, Flame. Oh, Amir is the White Flame. A K A. Amir the White Flame. Well, let's not give that part. Twist. We've spoiled lots of things, but we don't need to spoil that. But that was. A, that's like a great twist. Really I think, strange, guys. What else are we going to talk about if we don't spoil that? Okay, fine. Who's Spoiling listening now. to this that has not watched this show? So, because well, also, like at the, because they spend a lot of time on her father. And reminding you that you don't really know what happened. Yeah, I, we should have seen that coming because we kept being like, "Wait, how did they die? Wait, what was but, the story behind to that?" The credit the show. The show does not waste your time. Things that they show you, she spends a lot of time in that dream world, which has to do with this season. But really, what it was doing was reminding us what her father looked like for fifteen yeah. minutes, so that we find True. out at the end that Porcupine Man, aka Dooney, Dooney is not aka dead. her dad. Her dad is who is the person that. Didn't Geralt intervene on behalf of him and his wife to be together? Saved his life. That's how he ended up with the law of surprise. Is now actually been secretly building his army and is the white flame. Which, because they've never explained to us what happened to Dooney and the wife. And the mom. You just know that they, and the mom. They died. So what we are trying to figure out is at what point did Dooney no, Defect. that his daughter is this powerful. Do you, okay, here's being. my question: Before he fell in love with the wife, after they had the baby, like, did he kill the wife? And was he always a part of Nilfgaard? Was he a part of Nilfgaard? But like, did he then just take over Nilfgaard? Like, there's so many questions. But here's my question: Does he know and, how powerful she is, or does he just want his daughter back? No, no, no he knows he, how powerful he wants, she is. He wants okay. the nuke. He wants. He the wants the weapon. Or Mooncake from uh, from Final Space. She's also Mooncake <laughs> from Final Space. Hilarious. Um, and so, yeah, what point does he like, fake his own death? At what point? Or like off his wife and fake his own death? Or was, was he, he exiled? And my question and is, no or was he exiled? Right. Like maybe she exiled. Not, right. Maybe the wife but dies like, and he, they always hated him. So they was he. Him. And the other question is, was he always a part of Nilfgaard before he was por- porcupine mine? Porcupine, porcupine man. Hedgehog. I think he's a hedgehog. Hedgehog, right? hedgehog man. Hedgehog. Or Sorry. did he somehow infiltrate and rise in the ranks of Nilfgaard? later in life i don't know i really thought the their flame. love story was pure i thought Dooney well, maybe, and... but maybe his wife being killed maybe his wife gets killed because of calanthe or something like that and that's part of why he mm-hmm. wants his revenge i don't know i just feel like a show that seemed to make no sense has really worked a story so that in season three you've got plenty to do and oh. that is impressive and like i said at the beginning of the episode they raise the stakes on the big bad and I am here for it. So I'm definitely buying the guy that thinks it's okay to kill me. I'm buying him for sure. That is nuts. Because like, the other two wild. characters, I still can't tell you what their motivation or jobs were. So I'm they're, going with the guy that was only in the last They're basically cult followers. They're cult followers. Yeah, they're following yeah. Like, I'm just cult. saying that as we're talking about the show, I remember Tree Demon. I remember Roach dying. I remember House Ooh, Monster. Roach. But those two guys- I kept telling you that Kahir's mm-hmm. forehead was so big every time we watched that episode. <laughs> Like that guy has a gigantic okay. forehead. 
What about you, Becky? Who is your top bad? And then we'll 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 do a little yellow jackets. Oh, as far as evilness, it's obviously in the end the white flame. I don't know the witch. The I think for me this season though the 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 evil house witches is my buy for big bad. He was great. He's my he's my rent because he really doesn't show up until the last second. This whole time you hear about the white flame, but it doesn't mean anything until the last scene. Whereas the whole season uh, house witch is is really obviously evil. Except that you didn't, I didn't see House Witch for eight of the episodes, so I didn't remember yeah. that she was in the show. No, yeah, well, no, she House shows up. She shows up. Well, okay, so we're going to wrap that there. Lily and I, in the week since last episode, we both finished Yellow Jackets. Becky jumped off the train, but I think <laughs> it's time for Becky us. To and Ken, Kate, and Art, and I texted about that. Did she jump off you got, the train you're, too? You're done. Well, I I I put a, a a post up saying how I'm not watching it because it makes me barf, and then she responded to it being like, <laughs> "Yeah, me too. <laughs> not a chance." So, Esther Kostanowitz, our guest from a few weeks ago, host of the Bagel Report, she had a funny tweet where she said she was enjoying listening to us talk about episodes one to three to see how close we got to guessing things, and I don't remember what we said specifically, but what. What I a bunch will, of nonsense. I don't what think I will guess say anything is it doesn't matter because none of the things that we were guessing were revealed by the end of this season. I thought yes, Adam drives me Adam's more character crazy. was revealed. Adam, who's Adam? The, the guy boyfriend? that Shauna has an affair with, which Becky didn't get to. I don't think the guy. Oh no, I did. Out. I saw the part where yeah, they, they have a drink. Affair. Okay. Yeah. Wait, he, so he's, are you gonna? Can so ruin we're gonna spoil show? Yellow Jackets now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Don't Spoilers worry. Alert. It's everybody's spoiled seen from it. the first episode. It's episode. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but, but everybody's seen Yellow Jackets by now, except Becky and Ken Hart. <laughs> no, there's a lot of people who are still seeing it. I don't. I mean, Showtime to watch it. I guess you're right. But but again, I, like pay the 15 bucks, get them or get the month free or whatever and watch it and then cancel. I didn't think that getting Melanie Linsky and Wednesday Adams, Christina Ricci, Ricci. and Juliet Lewis to me, like, and I, maybe that's just my mindset. Like that cast could only be an eliminated series. How could they get them? Because they're so amazing. But yeah, the yeah. reality is- I is never that thought that they would have a season two for this I show. I didn't think there's- so, so none of the so yes they reveal who Adam is, which was a letdown because in the end he really is just a starving a nice artist. guy who does really like her. She thinks Becky that he's she's convinced that he's blackmailing everybody because and her journals just, go missing and and it's um they end up chasing the guy that blackmails them and he and through a big store and he gets sort of like sparkles on, on him he gets glitter on himself through he's like running through these barrels or whatever and then he escapes and then she sees the like adam is hiding in her closet because they're having an affair when the husband comes home and then later she sees the glitter on the floor of the closet and she's like oh my god he's the one that's blackmailing me she goes to confront him he, she finds the books about the yellow jackets that have been she, written and she jumps to grab a knife and murder him very quickly very quickly but she has you see all her she starts having a like crazy ptsd and she, the the young Shauna is like playing her at this point in Adam's loft or whatever. And she like goes a bit nuts and stabs him because she, she kills him. him for, yeah, she kills him. Yeah, kills she him. full on murders and him and is pretty fine about it. It's like really sad how damaged she is. And then in the end, it was her 
husband that's blackmailing them because he needed he he needed money from the money store from the store and he knew all along what they did he read her journals years ago and so he was trying to blackmail them but not to get money from her because he just assumed that one of the other women he never remember him. melanie yeah he he yeah he does send but he does send a postcard to her is he but even I, the he, one that's blackmailing them oh they send yeah, a he, postcard there isn't someone else he, with a postcard no, no, no. He's the one that's sending the sure, postcard. Sure, but do you find out what they did out yeah. there? And you I know, mean, not really. You slowly like find the... out certain people who died along the way. You find out how Jackie yeah. died. You don't do you, you find don't really out how know. they become like a weird cult that you do at the end, by the end you do. Sort of. You do, you just don't know how it gets to the level at which we know it gets. Yeah, because they but only you... get so they only get so in one whole season of TV and flashbacks, they only maybe got three or four months into their 19 months mm, they so go me, i would say they go six months they're in the winter months? they okay. end up getting so into the winter three seasons of this show because they're gonna move that slow over and over and over yeah basically the we it's revealed back that they eventually kind of like shy called shy did predict this that they sort of find their own religion in this moment but it is somewhat supernatural because one of them clearly has some sort of you know, clairvoyance or some sort or of visions ability, or... visions or whatever. Lottie. Lottie. Yeah, Lottie. that's slowly revealed that she's on this medication that stops it, I guess, because I think her parents maybe thought she was schizophrenic or psychotic. And then she doesn't have her medication. So her visions start going really intense during, and she's predicting all kinds of crazy shit. And then by the end, she is clearly going to be their cult leader. And mm. Van, um, who gets attacked by a wolf and like her face gets ripped off. Oh my off. God, her face gets eaten off, Becky. You see it's wild to her teeth. It is yeah. the grossest thing. And one thing I really love about this show, about the show is that if you're not, and I'm not someone who can watch, pay attention all the time. We know. If you're not watching <laughs> the screen the whole time, you will miss things when Van- <laughs> I told you to pay attention. I know, I was paying attention. When Van gets her face bitten off, and they end the episode and you think she's dead, the next choice the, the women make, including her girlfriend, is to burn her body. And as they are lighting her body on fire, I'm, I saw just like- Her, 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 like eyelid. her eyelid moves. Like not Teeny, a little amount. If you're not watching like the screen- the dad is on the tree and he goes- Oh, Ooh. yeah, right. And, so she and was I alive said, when they burned her? She was alive. I'm like, oh my God, she's still alive. I was freaking out. So after they, after they let her on fire, okay, she goes into some kind of dream ghost world and wakes up, which pays off later because that's why she joins the cult. Um, right. And then they have to sew her face back. But then, like, her scars healed really well. Well, because I think time, yeah. Face was ripped off. Wait, so they yeah, light her time. on fire, but then put her out? Yeah. yeah, they immediately see her move. Like, then she starts trying to move her arm, and they, her, they do her, a pyre. So there's a pyre of wood and so she's not like actually just like fully lit like her little her like shoe catches on fire or whatever mm -hmm. and they like pat her down and then they save her um over time like one assumes it's over time that they're able to save her she's really rough for a while and then eventually just has like horrible scars um and her and Taisa are in a relationship but Taisa doesn't Taisa loves her even though she has a like all the scars and yeah and then um, the religious girl the girl who's very christian mm -hmm. Yeah. She um, decides that uh, she's going to fly the plane and to try and save them. She, 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 she reads the manual. She learns how the plane, she gets it in the air and then it blows up in the air. So she gets blown to bits, which was kind of obvious. 
Like there was no yeah. way to this plane. It's still out. odd to me. I I get it that they're stuck in the wilderness in Canada, but and it's the 90s, so it's hard to find people, but there is something kind of absurd. A plane went down, the wreckage wasn't found, at least there was some beacon before the beacon went off. So it disappeared somewhere. Anyway, I mean, so she the flies. She's are extensive. I don't know. They're extensive, but but maybe there is some sort of supernatural thing. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to start but wondering. Does someone have to be able to get build and get to this cabin that they're living in? Exactly, and that's the there's some sort of ghost that or like that uh, Lottie's channeling. She starts speaking French, and it's whoever yeah, it's apparently some trapper Canadian was ghost. living there. <laughs> some French Canadian ghost was living there, and he like wants blood. Okay, but how does Jack die? It's really sad. Oh, it's she just gets sick. It's really sad. No. Oh. Her, she finds out that Oshana's pregnant with Jeff's baby. We don't know how that's going to end because we know that her well, daughter is not that kid. Right. Her daughter's, her daughter's 19, 19 and, and it's, been, years, mm-hmm. it's been 25 years. So we don't know what ends up happening. They do there. a good job of teasing that out. Of, right. You're exactly. Sure the whole time, how, how many years and then the reunion. They slowly, and then, and then they slowly reveal, no, she's only 19. And, mm-hmm. um, and I, I have to say like, while this is all going on, they're adult personas. I do really enjoy the, the depth and the complication of each of their lives, the political campaign but, but and some of and that to me, Nats, oh, like to drama and Christina Ricci's a complete psycho, but I'm here for it. Like she is cray beyond. And the best is that she's clearly, I don't think she's a villain at all. She's just cuckoo, cuckoo. And she does all kinds she of nutty be, shit. Though, because they make it really clear at the end of the first season, when the cult begins at the end of the first season, there are three she people was, in the cult yeah, when it starts. It's Lottie, it's Van, Van yeah. and Misty. Misty are the three people who start the cult. Um, the coach, I don't know if you saw this scene where the coach, she confesses her love to the coach and the coach is yeah. like, I really love really, you too, Misty. To okay, fine. I'm just saying, I, we love you. I love you too, Misty, but we can't be together. And I was like, so going to barf. I was like, this is, okay, this to me is the grossest part of this show. I don't <laughs> care if they eat people. I cannot handle this. And then you find out he's just doing it to like have her get off his back because he's gay. And there's like a oh, whole like, thing. student. Right, but he, so he but he, Right. He just wants her to like back off. And there's, you know, I, I find it cool that so far I, I find the characters do have depth. Um, yeah. I think Anyways, I still right. think Javi is show. behind it. Oh yeah. yeah we lose Javi. Can't find Javi, him. Uh, yeah. Javi's gone because they do mushrooms and I'll start like orgying and trying to kill each other. And, yeah. They and, and, All right. And, and, so this is a good general recap. So my, oh, anyway, so, so my, wait, Shauna, so, sorry, Jackie finds out that Shauna sleeps with Lily. Jeff to get pregnant they get into a fight and she's like jackie you sleep outside we all hate you and she sleeps outside but it snows that night and she freezes she falls asleep and freezes to death it's really sad yeah Jeez, that's pretty They're, horrible we, yeah they like tease that that ending the whole season so maybe she's the but yeah so but you really don't you don't have any and at the end the cult really does exist because in the present day they kidnap juliet lewis for digging into Travis's death. So here's my thing on the show. It is enjoyable, fun. I love the jump scares. I love the mystery. Allie and I are having fun getting through it. But once so little was resolved at the end of the first season, the show really just to me is the Goblin King season of Riverdale. Like ultimately (laughs) it might not, like 
I thought this was going to be prestige television, and it is because of the actors. This it's because of the actors. You have to give them that. CW that's like big, that's like this putting that's like acting. putting in Big Little Lies Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon. Right. So this is a Big Little Lies, and, and they uh, make reference to it. To Misty rec. Misty yeah. makes reference to Big Little Lies. <laughs> so this 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 oh also by the way Becky one part you missed entirely that they just throw to you right at the end is that. Taisa has like a split personality or some sort of like night terrors where she gets up in the middle of the night and murders her dog and cuts its head off and turns it into an altar. Yeah. <laughs> Which so she can win the election. Just randomly at the end of the... And she eats dirt in her sleep. She eats dirt That's the whole thing. Um, so to me, this is like the... That I just can't season... believe the podcast can't capture the face I'm making right now. But, but, <laughs> you're just, you're sad You're sad you didn't watch it. That's but that face. My spin on this is when you're watching Riverdale, especially if you're our age, you're always saying, ah, just give me the adult characters. I'm so sick of these younger characters. Let's just tell me the story of... Uh, 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 Hiram Lodge and 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 they're the most interesting. Skeet Ulrich, like just give me that show. So this is essentially that show. This is they're the grown-ups. That's an interesting stars, way to put it. And there's a cult, and it may or may not be supernatural. It probably isn't. And there's a lot of twists and fake outs, and it's gonna keep going and going and going. Um, and so in that sense. It's really good. In the other sense, sometimes it annoys me. Like all the covering up of dead bodies in this season was very Friday Night Lights season two, in in in, in the present day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like when they, I mean, it's great. But sure. in this show, they make everything extra disgusting. Yeah, they, they find every, a way. Don't need to watch it. This has been enough of a recap. <laughs> so now, in the segue though, I'm going to segue to shoutouts and Rex because my first wreck, Allie and I watched four episodes in one sitting last night. Okay, That's four episodes serious. in one sitting, and it's eight episodes total. They're twenty-one minutes. The woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window on Netflix, <laughs> starring Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell does not do bad stuff. About to say he's the opposite of Sam Hewen, Becky. I trust. <laughs> I trust. I do trust. I do trust Kristen Bell's judgment that and if she's in something, it's probably going to be great. Because she is a movie star, in my opinion. She is a movie star. She could go be starring in dumb shit action movies for any of these streaming services, like other actors with big names. And what does she do? She does The Good Place, a brilliant, brilliant show. Um, she produces and stars in Do Re Mi with Jackie Tone and, and Michael Sharp for Amazon Prime, right? And now this show is a send-up of Big Little Lies and Gone Girl and The Girl on the Train, like any one of those. And, but at the same time, it moves ahead like one of those shows. So, And it has some pretty dark and sad stakes. It's not the things that have happened to these people are terrible. But then it injects a level, a subtle level of self-awareness and absurdity that amps up in each episode more and more and more. And her acting in it, her ability to nail keeping you in the show, but also that this is 100% a parody and she knows it, is unbelievable. And every episode ends on a hilarious cliffhanger. Like the most overt, obvious, <laughs> like, you know, oh my goodness. And the dialogue, the writing in it is so funny. It's, it's, it's so copying all of those shows that we were we were just dying laughing and we watched four episodes it was like we watched the first part of a movie last night and then we're gonna watch the second half tonight 
And awesome. I can't recommend it enough. Then I watched on Amazon Prime an independent movie called Dark Offerings. And Dark Offerings was uh Becky, you should a, definitely watch this. This this will it's right up your alley. Don't start with me. The Don't start with me. I want you do me a favor. Watch the trailer. Tell That's me what if I say to my kids. Trailer. I go, don't start with me right now. Okay, you, so. I, I want to see you if you can get through the trailer. I want to give okay. tremendous respect to Elizabeth Piper, who stars in it and wrote it. And uh, she didn't direct it, but she stars in it and wrote it. And uh, she's on Instagram and she's cool. And um, this is a movie that is told. It's very pandemic. And, and you know me, I have not wanted to watch anything that was pandemic-y like and i didn't know actually i didn't watch a trailer for it in advance i just said oh this seems pretty cool it, it is filmed entirely on zoom it's like a series of zoom conversations um where essentially one by one each of these people are possessed and have to make these like horrific moral choices but parts of it are just the most awkward painful people like reunion on zoom of people who haven't seen each other in a really long time so i don't know if you've popped onto zooms with your high school friends or your camp friends and some of them are people that you've seen seen in all these years and some of them are people you have not seen in a long time and just the awkward weird beefs that people have between each other it terrified me uh this the, this movie all the way until the very end um, and so I think if you want to be terrified and you want something that's, it, it, oh, and I believe, although I'm not sure I should, I, I would love to ask, uh, uh, Elizabeth Piper this, there are some really great nods, winks to Evil Dead. So I love the winks to Evil Dead. And there is, uh, a definitely like a paranormal activity vibe, like a cup moves and you're like, wait, what's going on here? And some great physical comedy acting because the actors are all attacked by invisible forces, or not physical comedy but physical acting so so dark offerings on amazon prime check it out cool independent film watch school ties with the kids holds oh, up big very time. intense well you know what the when synagogues These are, are intense taken times. hostage it's time to start dusting off the <laughs> lessons of the movies of the 90s um fantastic and were you like who could have played Brendan Fraser, that was Jewish girl. Go. I was girls, thinking about me. that, although I will say he looks, you know, like he he he, I, does he did a great job. Part. I'm not. But uh, I, I, I looked at the but Keith Frazier. and the only Jewish, the only Jewish actor is Cole Hauser of all people, who plays like, that's the pretty funny. Redheaded, the redheaded. <laughs> um, I want to. I mean, must be Irish. The you know, redheaded Irish guy. And uh, but wow, does that movie hold up? And if you want a sort of shorthand lesson in dilemmas of anti-Semitism, anti-Semitism, and what people say when Jews are not in the room, that that movie uh, I think does a really good job and holds up remarkably well. And Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Cole Hauser, Chris O'Donnell. Not to, and Brendan mm -hmm. Fraser, these are all the kids in it, right? We watch Girls Just Want to Have Fun with Our Kids. That movie holds up amazingly well, Does much better it? than a lot of the other 80s movies. Yeah, it's like a dance competition movie. And Helen yeah. Hunt is freaking hilarious in it. Yeah, Helen she's Hunt great. is like the zany friend. And SJP. And Sarah JP, Jessica man. Parker. She's... Pixels with Adam Sandler watched with the kids was a huge hit, such a huge hit that they're I wonder we had to leave room for this section of the podcast today. Jesus. Then my daughter and I played Bubble Bobble together as a result oh, of Pixels. We've been that's such a fun game. Bubble Bobble. 
And then last but not least, uh, later today, I think, or, or, or by the time this episode's out, my last episode of the month on Finding Favorites with Leah Jones is going to air. I got to guest host. Thank you, Leah. Congratulations on finishing your chemo. You're so amazing and brave and such a great friend. And uh, I uh, got to interview Adel Rafai uh, of Hello from the Magic Tavern, a, um, a huge podcaster, huge podcaster, improv uh, master. And we talked about food in Chicago. He took me on a, we, we had him take me on a food tour of Chicago. I asked him to like walk me through a meal with each dish from a different restaurant. And then we also talked about uh, comic books and he's a big Avatar Airbender, fa uh, Airbender fan, uh, Becky. So we um, talked a little bit about that. So you should be excited about that. Lily, what about you? Shout out to Rex. I don't remember. It's been so long since I've seen them now. After listening to your shout out to I Rex. bring a lot to, oh, and I started Yellowstone. Jesus, you want to tell us the plot um, of that? I'm watching <laughs> season two of Righteous Gemstones. Whoa, you That's just it. started that without That's telling it. us? Um, Righteous Gemstones? Also just I just took my turn, but go right ahead. I love I'm just showing show. Shai how it's done concisely. <laughs> I watched season two of Look, Righteous if Gemstones. If people skip the Witcher part, they're going to need some valuable insight. This is very true. This is very it's, true. It's the Danny McBride show. It's the Danny McBride show on HBO about a family John run Goodman. mega church. This season, the first season is was amazing. So weird. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm still watching every episode, but I can watch one episode at a time because it's a lot, but I love him and I love the show and I, it still makes me laugh really, really hard, but it's about, it's like a one doser sort of thing because it's, it's very Danny McBride. But I thought the first season was a real evolution of him. So I'm, it is a real evolution of him. It's just that, like, you know what it is? The last episode we saw, was mainly focused around Judy and her character is just off the wall. I mean, it is a lot to absorb. So, but, uh, okay. but yeah, it's good. He's still extremely funny um, in it. All right, I have to oh, and, uh, oh. and Eric Andre's in this season. Oh. Ah, okay. well, I'll be, well, I'll be catching up on that show. Um, I finished Trill. It was the final season. I loved it. Um, there is that first episode I felt was like super cringeworthy and it was really hard for me to get through, but then, um, I kept watching and I, I loved the ending. Yeah. It's I love the it's, ending. I told you you were worried about great. it. I was a bit worried about it, but the ending is just Straight right. Ending. And, um, it was bizarre to watch a show where it, and the third season, I was like, wait, the main character isn't as wonderful as I think she is. She's actually like super, like I had kind of built her up in my head and it's great to watch the evolution of the character. I loved it. Um, sad that it's over, but it ended well. And then um, Yellow Jackets, which we talked about. And last night I watched Can the new Candyman with my husband and mom-in-law who was basically like humored me of not watching like, the scariest movie ever. They wanted to watch this Guillermo del Toro produced movie directed by uh cooper sean cooper is that his name um could be bradley wrong cooper? called Ant chris no cooper? it's not bradley cooper or chris cooper it's a different cooper. Cooper? um <laughs> called antlers Ooh, i think i've heard i've heard i think it might that. be too scared for you it's scary for you because as we were watching the I'm trailer just ignoring I, everything you're saying right now i'm doing shedding, something else because i don't want to hear about this shedding diseased maggot antlers like in yellow jackets because that was enough oh that scene antlers. was that was scene was oh, really gross, gross. Um, but Lottie so predicted it. Gross. Lottie there predicted it. There's going to be maggot it. antlers. Yeah, 
And so um, my mother-in-law, as we're watching the trailer to see like, oh, should we watch this? My mother-in-law just looks like over to my husband. It's just like, it's too scary for her. It's too scary for us. And I was like, don't, I mean, don't just was write this me before off. or after she took your seat on the couch. She did take my seat <laughs> on the couch. Oh my God, Becky, that's like private goss. But now I have to share the story. Do you want to, like the, the most epic mother-in-law move, Shadi, you have to hear this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're going to sit down to watch a movie. The show is backwards today. We're telling the okay. family story. <laughs> We're, like, Becky reminded me. Like, so oh. for anyone who goes back to this Witcher episode, oh, they're going to yeah. know that, that it's going to be worth it. It scared me. <laughs> What is happening, Lily? I can't. Keep Lily's keeping her. us in suspense now. Sorry, sorry. So, yeah, but someone opened the door and I got so nervous. It was like my husband as I'm talking about his mom. And so <laughs> I am sitting on the couch and I, I, I have you. I have my spot, which is the corner with like the big arm. And I have where I can put my tea um, on a coaster. And so that's my spot. And I'm the first to make it to the couch. So I'm sitting in my spot and she comes around and she goes, is are you is that where you're gonna sit? <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at her and in my head, I'm like, that's a really good move, lady. And I'm like, well, I was going to. <laughs> I mean, it's where I'm sitting. And then she goes, Oh, I mean, if that's where you're sitting, but are you gonna sit there? And I was like, Do you want to sit here? And she's like, Thank you. Yes, I'd like to sit there, <laughs> which is epic that well, was so well played the, you're just learning the moves for when you are a mother-in-law because to god knows boy. what is going to happen Oof. To good luck ladies good luck boys. anyways so that's pretty funny the movie's not bad it's new morpheus is in it new morpheus yeah um and he plays dr manhattan too i yeah. don't remember his name but uh the directed by nia costa acosta um yeah it's uh it's not bad at all so if you're into you know that kind of spooky boogeyman kind of scary movie then but it has it, i mean the the newer version really talks about the fact that like the myth of the candy man comes from you know uh slaves in the u.s and about gentrification and they really you know artists and you know activism and sort of you know black people's experience in the United States, it it levels up in terms of its social consciousness, the new the new version. I never saw the original, so I couldn't tell you. That that's cool. All right. Where can people follow you, Lily? Chichi C H I C H I K Gomez on Twitter. Becky, where can people follow you? At Paper BK Princess on Twitter. And you can follow me at Pancake and the number four table on Twitter and Instagram. All the Friday, movie, Friday night movie shenanigans are at Friday night movie on Twitter and Instagram. Sign up on our newsletter at Friday night movie pod.com. Got I've been, I've been designing and ordering some new merch. Pretty excited for, <laughs> for newsletter subscribers, or at least for some newsletter subscribers. Getting, getting all away. Um, and the theme music is by what does it eat? We should kick in now, and love you both later. Love you.